Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. All right, everybody, you are watching Not Just Blowing Smoke. We're coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio headquarters in Hooksett, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I am Pastor Padron. Amazon, that's new. I am here with my co-hosts, Nick and Dave, oh. Paul is uh not with us tonight he had a emergency that he had to attend to at home and uh, we are sans anyone from the 724 lounge so it's just three of us which continues to just build up the wonderful effects that uh 2020 has had on uh everybody this people is the covid christmas episode that means nothing has gone according to plan. Zilch. Distribution de- delays because of COVID-19 have caused us to revamp the show at the last minute. The 724-1874-113, that incredibly many-numbered cigar that Kurt told us about last week, which we had planned to review on tonight's show, has still not yet showed up. And we were going to also uh, highlight uh, Christmas pipes from Savinelli and Peterson. And we're hoping to get them at the Savinelli and Peterson Christmas pipe show that we did at Twins this past Saturday. But distribution from COVID-19 problems has also affected Loud DC Distribution Group, who has not received their shipment expected of said pipes so we had a great pipe show thanks everybody who came and and uh supported that Mm -hmm. but there were no christmas pipes there to speak of there were none no so we had a hundred something pipes and i believe four christmas pipes two from this year and two from previous years yes kind of uh lame a little let down a a little let down but there's nothing you can do everything is delayed and all that and, um, but it was a good turnout, nonetheless. But it was a good turnout. Yes. Uh, so uh, we had to revamp the show at the last minute. And so what we are smoking on our Christmas episode is the Oliva Serie V Milano Double Toro. From the uh, Oliva website, it says the Serie V Milano is hand-rolled. Well, that's good. I hope, yeah. It's a face roll. Using expertly fermented Lajero fillers, leaves known for their robust and rich flavor, this special cigar is sure to exceed a premium cigar smoker's highest expectation. This carefully aged Jalapa blend produces a particularly flavored smoke. Rated 96 in the 2014 Cigar of the Year. 
well, that was six years ago. We're going to tell you whether or not we still think it's worthy of uh, such a thing. It is an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. The binder and fillers are both from Nicaragua. It is a Gordo, and it is a box-pressed 660 cigar. And uh, let me tell you what we are pairing with this tonight. Yeah. Uh, again, since Paul's not here and nobody's here, so uh, going to I'm going to do everything tonight. and uh, Hopefully not everything. We're going to have some good discussion here, but this is what we are drinking. We are mm. drinking Redemption Rye Bourbon. Oh, and yeah. the name alone sold me on this. This was Paul's idea to uh, uh, drink it tonight with the... The cigar redemption, redemption is what this year needs. Mm-hmm. This year needs some serious redemption. Please, and this episode needs some serious redemption. So I am hoping <laughs> that drinking this with a cigar will put me in a much better mood. But let me tell you from the Redemption website what redemption. it says about this rye. Redemption Rye's goal is to bring back the classic American rye cocktail. While the federal law states that a whiskey must be 51% rye grain to be classified as a rye, we chose to push our grain count to 95%. This not only pushes the flavor forward, but it also magnifies the unique profile of the rye grains. Well, duh. (laughs) It's 95% rye. If you can't taste the rye, something is wrong. Something is awry. Uh, beautiful wow. flavored rye spice with light floral and citrus notes. Slight mint finish makes this great for sipping or mixing mm-hmm. in a classic cocktail. Think the Manhattan Old Fashioned or Sazerac. True rye flavor. So that's what we're smoking. It is a, uh, um, uh, what is it? I believe it's 92 proof. Nice. Yeah, 92 proof. It's pretty smooth for a 92 proof, I'll yes, tell you. It is. Very it's nice. Doesn't have that very, rye very bite. Good. No. Very, very nice. The last couple of ones that had rye in it. Mm. It's been uh it's been pretty smooth. Paul's been uh right on the money with the picks. He has been really, really good. He's been nice. Very grateful for his expertise on that in our pinch when we are unable to get uh, uh assistance from the bar. Things are just so busy this time of year with them. Yeah. Um it's just hard for us to, to get that all the time. And this also is one of Paul's uh, top cigars. He loves the uh, 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 Oliva V. Milano, Milano. Mm. Double and, Toro. Uh, yes. Not necessarily the Double Toro, but the du- But this is... Uh, he was actually looking forward to this because he had not smoked this size in a while. So I'm thinking of Paul as I smoke this cigar. But, uh, Nick, what do, you, what do you think of the pairing? This pairing? is kind of Paul's pairing. This is nice, very Paul-ish on the pairing. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweet earth, some leather in there. Yeah. Medium body, maybe a medium plus. Uh, the Melanias, I always thought. I, I. This is the second time I've had the sec, uh, the six sixty ring gauge. I'm usually going only the second. Only the second time. Wow. I usually go with wow. because we have all the selections of the Milan. Um, Melania. Melania. I call yeah. them the Milans. So I don't Melania. know why. Um, we have all the selections. The selection that I usually gear towards is that Figurado. Oh, that's a great which size. Which is a spectacular smoke. Yep. The Especially Robusto, if it's Maduro. True. Um, the Robusto and the number four. Mm, those are both very good. Very good. Um, 
the Robusto will last me about 45 minutes if I'm, you know, my usual power smoking it. Um, and that number four will last me about a good 35 minutes. 30, 35 minutes. Um, yeah. But for the price, it's been probably one of the best cigars for the price that we have in the store. Mm. These are a consumer favorite mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, I think definitely something that is worth being on your Christmas list for what you might smoke. We're going to get into that a little bit later. But uh, Dave, what do you think of the pairing so far? How do you think Paul did? I think it's pairing really well. I'm getting a lot of um, earth and leather as well. Um, I got this nice mild spice in my retrohale and left on my tongue for the mouthfeel. And the uh, the rye is just, I think, it really bringing out all of those qualities in the cigar even. So. Definitely a great complimentary pairing, and one of the things I love about uh, this cigar is the box press, I think, makes it a lot more enjoyable to uh, really get into the 660 mm. size mm-hmm. on this. Yep. It's a lot easier to uh, hold, and I like the mouthfeel better with the box press. There's no um, soft spots on this. Mm-hmm. It's a great, well-burning cigar. I- one of my favorite things about the Milano series in general is the marble on the, of how it looks always. It's always got this beautiful marble sheen on it. The marble yeah. the marbled shades on the wrapper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. All right. So there you go. That's please. what we're smoking and what we're drinking and everything. And we've talked a little bit now about how uh, COVID has affected the uh, not just blowing smoke uh, schedule, and mm. what we're doing and everything, and for that matter, the the uh, uh, twins, you know, uh, who had been expecting these uh, cigars to show up, and you know, through no fault of anybody's, I mean, everything is being delayed. Yep. With, uh, uh, you know, not only COVID, but Christmas. Yeah. You know, so you've got, you know, not only the added uh, bump of one but you also have the other and that that just makes the delays even further i mean even even things that i order like on amazon you know i, know, I, I do, like, a, I do a lot like a week yeah it's yeah. crazy what normally takes day. two days is yeah. now a week yeah yep and um even if it's like toothpaste it's and then you have the the fact that around this time of year for whatever reason uh all the mail carriers decide to hire brand new people Yep. who have no idea where they're going. Oh, yeah. So they're a couple men down, so they got to hire, and they kind of <sighs> give them a list and say, good luck. Yep. Well, when you're overburdened, you can need a helper. You know? Yeah. So, so help. you know, like I had ordered a uh, Christmas present for one of my girls and uh, got the note that it was delivered and uh, texted one of my daughters who it was not for mm-hmm. to go outside and get it, but it wasn't there. Oh, wow. It wasn't there. And what happened was it was delivered to uh, the same street address the next town over. In Merrimack? In Merrimack. Oh, boy. Ruh-roh. So, fortunately, uh, because, you know, every year we deal with this issue, uh, myself at 20 River Road in Haverhill and the people who live at 20 River Road in Merrimack have become friends nice because we get each other's packages and uh 
go back and forth with that. So fortunately, I was able to get it. That's nice. Excellent. But it's always nerve-wracking when something says it's shown up mm-hmm. and it's not there. Yeah. Right? At least they're nice. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. I'm very grateful for them. They've been very, very nice about it. Now, the first question I want to ask is mm-hmm. we're, as we're smoking the cigar here okay. is has COVID this year affected your plans for Christmas? Oh, absolutely. How so? Well, um, usually we're all together, you know, or we split it up, you know. So it's. Well, I mean, it's still a big... Usually we're all together or we're not. (laughs) Well, sometimes it's our family and sometimes it's our family plus your in-laws. So we'll like either split up or we're together. That's what I meant. Uh Um, Okay. So, but this year it's just me and the boys and uh, and mom. And mom. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of, it's nice, but at the same time it's sad because the kids don't get to see each other as much as I'd like. Right. So... Well, there you go. That's true. Um, Nick, what about you? Is COVID affecting your normal Christmas plans this year? Yeah, usually everybody gets together. What's everybody? Uh, my family, my whole family uh, gets together. Of them. Uh, not as many as it used to be, I'll tell you. So they're all dead. Uh, <laughs> well, when I was nice. when I was younger, there were, you know what I mean? Because I, I got adopted into a, an old Italian family. So yeah. Sunday dinners and Christmas and Thanksgiving were big. Um, but now that, unfortunately, everybody has, you know, a lot of our older uncles and aunts yeah. have passed, um, it, you know, well, it kind of withered away a little bit. funny. Apparently, I was not. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but with COVID, everybody, everything has to be separate. Um there's a, a amount of people that can come over to the house and an amount yeah a certain amount of people that can come over to the house and because my mom just recovering from cancer so oh, we can't have a lot of people around her uh, I see. Mm. I see. so we're having a little thing at my house and then from there going into my in-laws house and even them they can't usually they have about you're gonna stay 50, outside in the bubble yeah where everybody's gonna be outside yeah. in the yard about you know six feet apart in yeah. the snow yeah. um so yeah so mm. between both so, families we're gonna have a you know christmas eve and a christmas try to have it as normal as possible yeah. but unfortunately because of the covid regulations yeah. um especially in massachusetts yeah um which is making it extremely difficult for everybody still a limit too. of of 10 people getting together right yeah we're again we're gonna have uh, probably another funeral so we can have 30 yeah yeah <laughs> come on man that was a joke again yeah. No, it's Ugh. it's no joke. People are doing that stuff all the time. Killing somebody, Thanks, killing the cat, you know, whatever. You <laughs> save a little money and get thirty people together. It's it you know works out. Yep. Exactly. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> are, are you going to be doing like Zoom meetings at all? Uh, not that we know of. No. Nope. Not that nope. we know of. Let me tell you something. Yeah. We will probably be doing a Zoom. Yeah. With uh, my wife's sister's family, who will have. Uh, well, I don't even know if. Um, my wife's uh, dad is going to be going out for Christmas. You know, again, so with sad. all this COVID stuff, yeah. you know, his his wife of, you know, um, 60 years who, you know, just passed away in October and all this stuff is going on. And, and um, you know, he, he, of course, doesn't want to get sick. And it's, yeah. you know, um, 
unfortunately for us, you know, Groveland, where her sister lives, and Haverhill, where we live, are very high um, risk areas. And so he does not want to risk that. Mm-hmm. Hope maybe that'll change. But even if it, even if he ends up going over to um, my wife's sister's house, mm-hmm. we would still probably be doing some kind of Zoom with them and their kids and, yeah. with, and us and our kids so that we can at least mm. see each other on Christmas. And, so and do you do guys have a, uh, a Christmas Eve or Christmas movie lineup? Ooh. You know what? No. You don't have like no. a normal set? And that, that leads that leads right into my next question, which I is do. what are some of your favorite Christmas traditions that you do? And apparently... Yes. Watching movies. Yes. Is one of yours. Well, you know, while we're cooking, everything, I have it in the background. Uh, so typically what I do is it's I know that it's they like have a 65 inch TV. How can you have it in the background? So the, uh, it's in the foreground. Well, it's, it's, it's the wall. It's the wall. Basically, <laughs> yes. So it's, I have a Christmas story playing constantly all day. I mean, there's a, I think it, it, a Christmas it, story, yeah, Christmas like story. like that. TBS plays it twenty four for twenty like twelve hours straight or something. Really? Like is that movie yeah. really that good? It's just background noise, but it is funny. I don't. So know. you just and have then, it for background noise. And then I, I, when we actually sit down to watch movies, yeah, we watch Die Hard. It's yeah. the first Christmas movie that we watch. Yeah, that is then, a Christmas movie. If yes, it is. Yeah. It's my favorite Christmas movie. And then we is shall watch. Um, my son's Eli, the youngest, his favorite Christmas movie, which is The Polar Express. Yeah, I'd have to hand it to him. Tom and Hanks does a good job in that. After that, does. will be um, uh, the rest of the specials, like the Peanuts, Rudolph, Frosty, all that. You got to have Charlie Brown in yep. Christmas special. Yep. How about yep. Uh, Home Alone? That's a big. That's a big. That's a big. I've Christmas never Christmas been movies. a McCulkey fan. You're a loser. Sorry. You're a loser. I don't know. How maybe, could you maybe, not? How could you not? Maybe because he's too much like me. How could you not love Macaulay Culkin at Christmas time? Just one and two. Come on now. I don't even watch it for him. I'd watch it just to see. Um, you should resign as producer see, no, of the show. I'm I'm with Dave on this one. I've I've never really thought either of those movies were very funny. What's his name? I the, thought they the, were great movies. Great Christmas movies. What's the bad guy's name? Which one? Joe Pesci. Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci. That is I why like I Joe would Pesci. watch it. Joe Pesci is the best part of that movie. He is really good. <laughs> he is good. He is good. Yeah. Love Joe Pesci. But, you know, I I can see why people get into Home Alone. And, they're you know, it's fun family stuff. Yeah. But I've, I've just never understood why a Christmas story is such a big thing. And it is. I'm not denying it is. And so many people love it. They quote it. And it's like. You know, fragility. I've just Fragile. never. I've, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Italian. I'm just yeah. like, what? What is the big deal? It's about just this movie? dumb, fun comedy. You know. Yeah, but and so it, is... I feel like it's happened. Like you know, like when the kid gets that stupid pink rabbit suit, and he has to wear it. You know, we've Maybe all had that it's... stupid freaking co- like you know sweater or something that we had to wear just because it was Christmas because the well... other because your grandma made it. You know, we've all been there. All I was right. very well, Maybe because it's so relatable to that generation, which is. Our parents? Well, maybe Us. not your parents, but my parents. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna go there, then I would say a much better, much funnier Christmas movie. The Grinch was better off dead mm. with John Cusack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie. 
yep. on screen is freaking hilarious. You might have and to what change makes, that. And what makes list. that movie yes. great to me is that everybody in the movie thinks that they're the only normal, rational person there and everybody else is bizarre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every person thinks that about and themselves. The wine, about the Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's just the cast, the, the jokes, it's so funny. And that's Sorry I blew up your mom, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this mountain is made of pure it's snow. snow. <laughs> Do you know what the street value of this mountain is? Come on. That is. I froze is the right side of my brain. I can't move my left arm. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. It's one of those days. Um. Well, there you go. Now, um. Dave. Yes. Pasta. How important is it? And I'll be getting to you. Ooh. How important is it? To you, Dave, mm. Dan, to have a white Christmas. Oh, it is most important to me. I love snow. I love lots of snow. Why does Why does having snow make it a better Christmas for you? Because it's rare, and it's because it's pretty. rare. It's rare. We're in freaking New Hampshire. Hampshire. What do we it, live it's in? It's like Florida? the most common uh, thing in the world. I, I, it's I, snowing right now. What I are you can, talking about? It's I rare. Probably count on one hand how many white Christmases I've had. No way. Uh see uh for the last 30 something years no yeah. not where i live man where do you, where well, do you live the last besides the last five years i lived in mass uh-huh. so i we never really had so for the last christmas. five years you've had a white christmas no, we haven't had a white christmas yeah we've had we probably had it was one. snowing at thanksgiving last year that's a white sake. thanksgiving yeah <laughs> and it doesn't count if there's snow on the ground it counts if it snows on christmas day why does that why does that why that is, makes a white christmas a why white christmas it snows like that. What what makes that important for Christmas? Because it's just pure. It's pure. It's pure. pure. It's pure. pure. It's cleansing. <laughs> it's beautiful. Just makes you want to eat a lot of food because it's cold out. Hot cocoa. And yeah. It makes I don't know. It makes makes the warmth feel warmer. I guess I don't know. <laughs> It that makes, makes no sense, but feel warmer and eat a lot of food. Yep. Okay. Uh, makes me giddy. Love it. What <sighs> doesn't make you giddy, Dave? You're like giddy all the time. I'm not giddy all the time. Just most of the time. You're giddy now. I'm giddy now. Yeah. Because we're talking shifting, about snow. You're shifting back and forth in your seat like you're so excited. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you can't wait to get home to your Oculus. Oh, I wish I had an Oculus. I can't wait to go home and play Cyberpunk 2077. Ah, uh, yes. I think oh, I'm glad I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, sorry if I'm dating myself, people. But uh, anyway. Well, it's, the new, it's uh, from the people who made The Witcher. Oh, that's so nice. So it's a new game. Yeah. That's nice, Dan. Yes. That's nice. Uh, Nick, is it important to you to have a white Christmas? Um. Yes. That's what she said. Yes. I am not at all surprised. Me neither. Uh, Nobody that is watching should be surprised. There's only three people watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, Heather. (laughs) Jeff, Jeff, Heather, and... uh, Probably Rod. Rod. Maybe Kellerman. Maybe. Kellerman was here earlier today. By the way, he was asking about you. Oh, wow. He was. He was asking about you, wondering where you were and why he hasn't heard from you. I was actually thinking about him today. 
I was driving by his house. He came all the way up here to visit me today. It was so nice. That is very He's a good nice. guy. He's a very good guy. One yeah, of the uh, cigar guy. hacks. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yep. you know, yeah. they think they're hot because their podcast has a limo. But mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> we have a freaking cigar shop. Yeah. Stick it. That's, that's very true. And, uh, Jeff, um, yes, I do have a cold. And, yes, and that's all it is, is a cold. Um, but... Uh, Thank you for saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, Merry Jeff. Christmas, Jeff. And uh, up in Canada where Jeff is, I'm sure it's white Christmas, Jeff whether they want it or not. That's true. Every mm -hmm. year. Yeah. So anyways, back to the question. Yes. They carve windows I, out. I, for me, mm -hmm. it is important because I think in in my perspective, yes. it goes hand in hand. Christmas. With Christmas. Christmas and mm. snow. Christmas and snow yep. go hand in hand. Sledding. Yeah. Oh, sledding, tubing. It may, it snowballs. may not. Snowmen. It may. Yeah, drink some more bourbon. Uh, drink some more rye. Bourbon, bourbon rye. Bourbon. Some bourbon rye. Um, it it does not necessarily have to snow. Yes, it does. On Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Yeah. It, it just has to have a ton of snow on the ground. A ton of snow. Ton. What's a ton what's a ton? Of, at least a foot. Yeah. A foot. At least. You wanted to have a foot of snow on Christmas. Yes. You know what that means? That means Pastor Padron is out shoveling the driveway on Christmas. Well, I'll come by. You, I'll come by with the plow truck. That's yeah. because that's, you don't you don't you, you don't, don't organize you don't, you your don't. children good enough. Man. No, no, that's, that's not true. Right. He's yeah, got ladies, true. man. Children got ladies. Right. He's got ladies. Maggie, Maggie is probably stronger than me. Okay. So. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> well, for me, uh, Surprise, surprise, it does not have to be a white Christmas uh, for me to have, you know, happy Christmas feelings. Um, Do you have happy Christmas feelings? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But, uh, you know, it does, you know, Christmas is not about snow or winter to me. You know, Christmas is about celebrating the birth of Jesus, even though really he was Born sometime in the spring, <laughs> but you know you go with you go with we what had you, to stick it go to with pagans. what you got, you know, and um, you know I get the whole thing, you know that you know Christmas comes right after the winter solstice, so you know the darkness is now starting to change and light is now coming into the world and Jesus is coming to the world is the light of the world, I get it, um, but uh, still, it's just one of those things. But that's that's what I like to, to I think celebrate about that. And uh, I do day. love, I, for me, it's the family time. It's the uh, being able to, you know, uh, experience the joy of giving. Mm -hmm. uh, and to me, you know, not the joy of receiving, which is what all kids use. You know, I used to think that too. But now Christmas is the joy of giving mm -hmm. and seeing the, the looks on the kids' faces. Like when, uh, when that present that was delivered to the wrong house. <laughs> when when my kid opens that, it is going to freak her out. It's like the year and I got I, Eli. I Lego cannot. I cannot wait to see her face because she is just going to be shocked out of her mind. You know what? One of my favorite things was growing up, Dan. Yes, when we would go to Grace Chapel for their Christmas pageant. I love that. Why? The music was amazing. Yeah. They, they they had fantastic. It was basically there. the Boston Pops because all of them played in the Boston Pops. Yeah, well so they had they had an orchestra. I mean, what yeah. what can you do? Yeah, oh, orchestra. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, that was an amazing that was an amazing service. Yeah, uh, 
you know, but again, you know, it's, it's kind of with COVID going on and everything, I'm probably not going to go to a Christmas Eve service. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife works in the medical field. So one of the things that, that we've decided together is that in order to, you know, limit, you know, her exposure to different things, mm-hmm. I've agreed to basically, you know, not, you know, I, I would go to church if I'm, you know, speaking you know, or involved in the service. But other than that, I will take advantage of stuff that's online so that I'm not, you know, exposing myself to anything and therefore exposing her to something. So, you know, so I'll, I'll probably be doing, and I don't even, it's a good question. I don't know whether my church is doing their service online or not. My, you know, my church, West Church in Haverhill, they do a really good job with the stuff. They've got that down. And they're not a wicked huge church, but they, they did it right. Good peeps. Uh, they're good peeps. They know what they're doing. Uh, what Are you going to go to something like that, Dave? Nope. Nope. I'll be at home. You're not going to go to Grace Chapel or anything like that? No. I mean, if there was no COVID, yes. Yes. I would I would do that. I would. Do you? No, that was something. That was one of the things that I used to do that was a, was a, a nice... Christmas tradition was going to a, one of the Christmas Eve candlelight services. You ever been to those? Go see the nutcracker. I have, yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, um, one of the churches that uh, I was pastor at a while ago, you know, it was a three hundred year old congregation. Mm. You know, church was this big historic building, and you know, you do a candlelight service with you know four or five hundred people in this really old, you know, Beautiful. wood, you know gothic kind of situation it's just beautiful it is oh, yeah. it's just beautiful and, and that's great and not being able to do that kind of stinks yeah i could see how that uh would definitely uh put a damper on things yeah. danny yeah yeah now what about you nick do you have any uh i mean other than drinking do you have any yes. favorite christmas traditions that's a favorite pastime of mine that i love to enjoy i don't live daily it christmas pastime. very favorite christmas pastime. i just do it more not really. Not really. <laughs> I just name all year round, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm a another day. Handle the day it's, keeps the doctor away. It keeps everything away. <laughs> <laughs> the um, wife, my parents. The <laughs> well, last year before COVID hit was the I used to go to church with my grandmother on, on Christmas. Scroll up the comments. So are they scrollable? Yes, they are scrollable. Yes, they are. Yes, yes. Hi, Rod. Merry Christmas. Yep. Merry Christmas, Rod. Merry Christmas. Our show has disappeared. Snow. Yes. Not snow. Show. Snow. Our snow has disappeared. Yes. Oh, oh. We need more. Thank you, God. Yeah. Well, it'll, it'll be coming back. Don't you worry, Jeff. Jesus tends today. to answer prayers like that up in Canada. You're closer to him, I yeah. suppose, right? Well, kind of. Canada? Not really. Well, you're closer to the North Pole anyway. Well, yeah. No, that's not God. That's Santa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It depends. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. What What were you saying about drinking um, a handle a day? Uh, <laughs> keeps, keep everybody away. Yes. Um, mm. But yeah, um, going to church with my grandmother on uh, on Christmas Eve, that would that would probably be the thing that um, that I'm probably gonna miss this year. Mm-hmm. That was really for me. It was really enjoyable because it brought me back to my childhood where yep. I used to go to. Uh, church Sunday mornings with my grandmother, and then after we should uh, go to uh, Tripoli's Bakery and get some uh, long sticks of bread. Yeah, and I'd eat them. I'd eat a half a stick before we got to the house. So, 
Yeah, I was a hungry boy back then. Very hungry. I was very hungry. Hungry, hungry hippos. Yes, very, very much so. Yeah. Mm. Any other uh, Christmas uh, things you like to do with your family, with your wife, with your dogs? Mm. Do you go on a nice Christmas walk? I would go on a Christmas walk every day. But um, uh, not really. Just yeah. drinking with the family, Danny. Yeah. Just drinking with the family. Drinking with the family is your holiday tradition. It is. Drinking with the brothers. Drinking with my mother. Brothers from another mother. Doing a little... uh, There we go. Housekeeping here. Okay, very good. Uh, You know. Yes. If you say that three times in a mirror, Kurt appears. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, that's hey now. Hey now. Oh, is it hey now? Hey now. Or or flannel. Hey now. Flannel. I thought it was, uh, if you say... Uh, flannel claws. Flannel claws, three times in a mirror. Kurt appears. Flannel claws, flannel, flannel claws. claws, flannel claws. Uh, can you even say it three times? Not three flannel times claws, fast. Claws, flannel claws, flannel claws. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> All right. Um, my cigar confession. Ooh. Oh, week. Pastor Padron cigar confession. Let me tell you. It's about people... Feeling up the cigars, you know, mm-hmm. like you're, you know, trying to pick up a girl or something like that. Pick up the cigar, and in order to see whether or not it is properly humidified, they squeeze it in the center, squeeze it at the cap. And uh, watching one particular uh, customer, <laughs> you know, you I know, know so, look, I know exactly who you're talking you about. You know, you know, went like this, and the cap just popped off the cigar, and Ouch. he was like, "So, you know, does Do this I get a the cigar is dry? It doesn't look humidified." I said, "No, the cigar is perfectly humidified. You just blew off its head." Let me show you, my friend, how to test whether a cigar is properly humidified. I don't like using the word "fresh" because that gives the wrong impression. The last thing you want in your life is a fresh, fresh cigar. cigar. You want yep. one that is properly aged. You want one that is properly uh, humidified and the temperature is right. And, uh, you know, yeah. so a fresh cigar, one that is freshly rolled, that's, you know, where you talk about the freshness of a cigar, you know, is it, it needs to sit. Um, and most of the cigars that you see in any given store will be sitting for anywhere between three and six months before they're even sent to the cigar shop. So let's not talk about fresh. Let's talk about properly cared for humidified cigars. And the way you do that is uh, taking the foot of your cigar, and I'm not going to do it on this because this foot is on fire, okay? But if you take the foot of your cigar right at the bottom and you squeeze it a little bit it should go in and bounce right back out and it should not feel wet it should not crack if it feels wet or overly moist then it's too humidified if you squeeze the foot like that and you hear a bunch of cracking down there then it is a little too dry Mm. but if you can squeeze it and the tobacco gives a little bit and then when you let go it bounces right back to shape the cigar is right on the money. Right. And uh, that right. is how you properly test to 
to see if a cigar is ready for you to and take it, cut it, light it. And you don't lick it. Don't lick it. You don't have to do we that. We have either. the technology. Yes. I haven't had to do that for decades. It's okay. You want to explain that now, Dave? For those of them. Well, well you used there, to not be able to carry that. humidification units with you. And, you know, you would used to have to, like, you know, lick your cigar to add humidity to it so it wouldn't burn wonky back in the day. But, you know, we've had for decades. We're not talking the 80s, folks. We're talking like the 1880s. Yeah. So we have the technology where the cigars are properly humidified, Mm -hmm. whether you're at home, whether you're on the go, uh, and most definitely, obviously, in the store. Good. Very good. Um, keep your COVID to yourself. Final verdict? Yeah, final verdict on the uh, Oliva Serie V Milano Double Toro, Dave. My halfway verdict is that it is spectacular. Mm-hmm. A lot of earth and leather. It's got this beautiful mild spice that stays on the tongue. I think the, the pairing is a um, perfect complementary pairing for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick? Spectacular. Spectacular. Cigar is spectacular. A uh, little spice in the retro. That's yeah. fantastic. Thank oh, you, Paul. Paul, thank you, Paul. Paul. Uh, we all miss you, Paul. A um, little spice on the retro hail. Mm-hmm. Get that nice sweetness from um, the Sumatra wrapper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Earth got really, I think the. I'm on the second third of the cigar and with the pairing the leather note is really up front nice long finish with the drink the rise really smooth nice and earthy really good pairing again top notch wouldn't expect anything less from paul no no paul knew what he was doing when he picked the redemption ride to pair with the cigar yes pairing is perfect yes um Cigar. Pablo Maduro has struck it again. Yes. Are you done now? Okay. Um, the cigar's uh, construction has been flawless. The burn mm-hmm. has been great. Everybody's cigars have been burning very, very well. I'm about halfway through mine. Um, the leather notes, the coffee notes, um, wood, you espresso. know, little earth, little yeah, a little espresso. That's definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, the 660 ring gauge mutes a lot of those things. Um, of all the sizes of the Milanio, this is probably my least favorite. Correct. Um, Which is crazy agree. because it, it, it really is still a great cigar. Still a good, it's still a good cigar, um, but it, it, you know, it doesn't have the, the strength of flavor that the um, Figurato has mm-hmm. or the Churchill or the... Oh, the uh, number four. The number four. The number four just has a lot more flavor than this. And again, that, that comes from the ring gauge, you know. Yep. So if you want uh, to experience um, uh, this blend in a little bit more of a mild format, this is a straight medium cigar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Is it? And I would say like the number four is like a medium plus. I agree. Yeah. So if you want to experience this blend in a more medium format, if that's more your palate, then definitely go for the uh, Double Toro. Uh, again, very well constructed and everything, and very pleasant cigar. And it goes unbelievably well mm. with Redemption Bourbon, which is only 25 bucks. Mm. 
you can't beat this bourbon, man. It's just fantastic. It's really, really good, and the price is right, too. This is right. All right. That's the end of the first half of our show. We'll be back we'll be to right smoke back. some of Peter Stokeby's fourth-generation morning blend, his new bulk that he came out with about mm-hmm. a month ago. And uh, we'll be back after setting up for that in about five minutes. Don't go anywhere. You'll want to watch all these videos. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody, we're back, and we have switched over to our pipe tobacco. We are smoking this. Eric Stokeby's Morning Blend comes in this beautiful little container here. And uh, from uh, the TobaccoReviews.com website, since it's bulk, there's actually nothing written on the tin, and it comes in a fine five-pound bag, so there's nothing written on that. It says, uh, comprising Black Cavendish, Burley, and Virginia tobaccos, Eric Stokeby, fourth generation's morning blend, is an aromatic tobacco mixture that features a bourbon topping and other sweet notes, pairing perfectly with a cup of coffee to start the day. Well, we're ending the day with it, but uh, we will see what's going on here. It is manufactured by Peter Stokeby at a undisclosed site, and it is an aromatic, uh, Black Cavendish, Burley, Virginia, like it said. Uh, The one thing that is put out there is that it has a bourbon topping. Um, There may be some other flavor notes that are put in there. It's a ribbon cut, but it's almost like a shag. It's not quite a shag cut. But it is a really thin ribbon cut. Mm. And, um, you know, you open this thing up and you smell it. It just smells really nice. There's this almost uh, Citrus. orange, citrusy-like uh, sweetness to it. It is a beautiful, beautiful smell. And um, what, we are sm- what we are drinking with this is B&B Dominican liqueur. B&B meaning uh, French brandy and Benedictine. And oh, uh, yeah. this uh, particular thing requires a process of over two years to create the balance. Mellowing the blend in oak barrels produces the signature taste of B&B. Balancing bold depth of flavor with a mellow finish. B&B is best enjoyed in a snifter or rock glass. Neat oh. with ice or in cocktails. Ooh, my lord. I remember. Now I need a... That is so sweet. I know, right? Do you mm. like it? Wow. I'm going to have to add some rye to that. Oh. Cut it. Come on, you salad. Yeah. Suck oh. it up. Now, mm. oh. this is going to be Dave's kind of uh, sweetie goodness. Ooh, sweetie goodness. Oh, it's God. It's like the nectar of the gods. It's Let like... It's like the Mountain Dew of bourbon. When I, when I was <laughs> in, God. when I was in seminary, not even bourbon. When I was in seminary down Orlando, Florida, you know, I was uh, the church I went to um, had this thing called dinners for eight, and my wife and I thought that would be a great way to meet people, and it was. Mm-hmm. Except it turned out the people doing the dinners for eight were all in there. 60s, 70s, or 80s. So here we were in our early 20s getting together with a lot of older, retired people. But it was still a lot of fun. Sounds like Florida to me. One of the uh, uh, 
first dinners we went to was at this uh, person's house, and they had a um, liquor cabinet that uh, was there for everybody that was about as big as half the table here, so like from here to here. Three layers, you know, three three shelves of, of stuff. It was amazing. I'd never seen so much alcohol in all my life and had like no experience with any of it. <laughs> and so we were told, you know, go get something, you know. And so I went and saw this bottle and I said, ooh, that looks really cool. So I went and got a rocks glass and, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I <laughs> filled up about four fingers Nice this stuff, and uh, then I went and took a sip, and my eyes Ooh. got really wide, and I said, "My gosh, I'm gonna be here all night drinking this so that I can drive safely home." Oh my god! And uh, mm-hmm. but the next day, I went to the liquor store and bought myself a bottle of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm. It is. It is good, but I would need. It's just for me. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's just the sweetness is it's just too overpowering. It's smooth in itself. It really is. Um, See, but it's a sipping thing. It is a sipping thing. It's a thing. sipping thing. You're supposed to sip it. I know like that. Suck it like I, you do the rye. I know that. I'm just saying it just, it's by itself, I would need to cut it. I would need to put something in it. Um, the only liqueur that I've ever had straight was Grey Monnier. Wrong podcast. Yeah. This is no less sweet than Grand Marnier. It's a little bit more sweeter than Grand I Marnier. I wish I knew. What I Grand do Marnier not. Was. I do not remember Grand Marnier being just that sugary wow. sweet. It's like a freaking candy cane. Oh my oh. god! I'm gonna have to water it down with some uh, with some bourbon hip, whatever I have left. There we go. That's a beautiful color. Oh, Nick. You know, Elf would love this. Yeah. Who? Oh, oh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. That's also a good Christmas movie. Now, my thought is that the Benedictine would go really well with sweet, citrusy, vanilla flavors of the tobacco. Uh, What do you think, Dave? Um, If I could keep this thing lit, I would totally agree. Because I've I've smoked uh, the morning blend on many occasions also in the morning. And you get this nice orange peel taste. Mm -hmm. Um super smooth very inviting very aromatic oh love the it. the the room note is fantastic mm-hmm. this is a tobacco that my wife likes a lot you know and a room note and the wife approval rating are virtually synonymous terms yep. in the uh tobacco world there mm. this is nice what yeah. do you do you think it goes well with the uh, tobacco there nick mm. so it calms down the mouthfeel. It's really Thanks, nice. Nick. Appreciate it. No problem. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. Um, with the B&B on its own, mm-hmm. it does go pretty good. I think the sweetness for me just kind of cuts through the nuances of the tobacco a little bit more than I'd like. Um, the tobacco on itself, really nice. I've had it before a bunch of times. Um, really nice. I love the citrus note. Uh, that you get from it um, the room note is intoxicating it's it's really pleasant really light really nice on a morning smoke mm. um, but as we sit here at what eight thirty, nine o'clock yeah 
it's really nice at a nine o'clock at a evening yeah. smoke too. Yeah, yep. very very nice. You know, one of the things that um, made me want to talk about this, you know, on our Christmas episode is that you know with with Christmas stuff, you're thinking you know some sweet things, some aromatic things, you know. The cookies, the sweets, the pies, and mm. breads and stuff that you make, and Christmas Roots. cookies and stuff. And this, you know, is a pipe tobacco that I think really goes well with that. If you're having a nice, you know, uh, Christmas breakfast and you want to have a, a tobacco that that uh, other people would enjoy, that you could enjoy, this is this is definitely one that I would pick. Mm-hmm. You want to? Scroll down on the comments there, Dave. Mm, maybe. Yeah. I know. Uh, today, maybe. Just do it. Mr. Sonia. Mm-hmm. Brian Sonia, who is the uh, uh, rep for uh, Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust in Hammer. Yo, Brian. Yep. What's up, Cigars. Bob? And United Cigars as well, and right? United Cigars as well, which also and uh, Byron Atabay and all yep. those. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, Nick. Hope you had a great vacation. My vacation was excellent. Mm. Thank Very you for nice. asking, Sonia. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brian's a good friend. Mm. He's a good guy. He's been in the industry for a little while now. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a couple of years. More than a couple. I know. More a than a couple. Decades. Yep. Mm. At least. Mm. Mm. So, I don't know if you guys want to try it. I put the rest of my redemption inside my sister here with the B&B. You had something left of your redemption? A little bit. I was going to... My uh, redemption was fully redeemed. I... <laughs> I bet it was. Mm. Um, I kind of knew that this was going to be maybe a little bit on the sweeter side for me, so I made sure that I left a little bit, and I poured it in here, and the redemption cut, for me, cut the sweetness in half, and you have that nice little combination of the rye and the sweetness. Mm. Um, for me now, it's not as sweet. Mm-hmm. And I would it's, hope not. It's not. And it's really smooth, really nice, very flavorful, and I now prefer it better. With both and the tobacco. That's great. Uh, Dave, <laughs> are you enjoying the B&B there? I am the enjoying the B&B Mountain Dew. Yes. Ugh. Mountain Dew. Ugh. Okay. Stop saying that. Uh, I know you're trying right. to get a sponsor with us, but please stop saying that. Yeah, we don't want Mountain Dew sponsoring this show. Uh, one of the things we're going to talk about while we're smoking the tobacco here is something that I like to talk about around Christmas, and that is... <laughs> The most hated Christmas songs. Working <laughs> working in retail, you know, we have to listen to Christmas songs again. all and again day long. When you and go again. into the mall, when you go into the grocery store, when you go into anywhere, starting the day after Thanksgiving, you are bombarded with Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. And maybe your kids like listening to Christmas music and you listen to it when you're at home, whether you like to or not. Um, and so what I want to talk about is, are there songs that you just hate at Christmas time or songs that you get so tired of hearing because they're so overplayed that you just don't want to hear them again this year? <laughs> and uh, I have my okay, own, Mr. Scrooge. I have my own top five here, and <laughs> five. they are in the top uh. five order. And uh, hopefully, this starts a good conversation here. Mm-hmm. And on number five on my number list here we go. is the Chipmunks Christmas song. Oh, Christmas! Don't be late. You're gonna hate on. Go. You're gonna hate on Alvin and the Chipmunks. Uh, huh? I hate Alvin. that song. 
That's a good song. It's yeah. just it is just so stupid. And it's all about, you know, trying to, you know, I hope I get everything I want. I hope I hope that Santa delivers everything. I hope that I just am able to have all the toys in the earth when I come to and come on. That is not what Christmas is about. Nope. It is the opposite of what Christmas is about. And those stinking chipmunk noises. I hate that song. I hate it. I wouldn't <laughs> mind it so much if I didn't hear it 37 times a day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is played over and over and over, over. again. They don't do even think? play the show on the TV. Mm-mm. As far as I know. No, because they play it. They play that song, and everyone wants to shoot themselves. <laughs> it's one of the reasons that suicide goes up around Christmas is because they play the Chipmunks Christmas yep. song. That's not true, Danny. Yes, Don't say it's that. Be. I bet no, it's, it's a statistical probably... fact. What do you, do you agree, Dave? I I I uh, I would say that's in there. Yeah, that's in there. Yeah, yeah there. it is no, in there. It's, it's in my it's in it's my top be five in there list. because uh, that's probably the song that I've heard the least. Jeff said, uh, "Anything by Mariah Carey." Oh, oh yeah. my God, Jeff! How could you say that about lovely about Mariah? MC. All I want for Christmas is you," <laughs> said no woman ever. So yeah, <laughs> all Alvin wants is a two-dollar hula hoop. Yeah, yep, yep. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's move on down the list. Maybe Unless no. you have a song you want to Maybe talk about, no. Nick. Do you have a song you want to talk about? To be honest, I don't have... For me, when I was a child, when I was a kid, yeah. I hated all the Christmas songs. Yeah. I hated all of them. I yeah. despised them. Despise. Now, being an adult, I... I despise it. I despise it. Um, I'm pretty sure Paul wouldn't be saying that right about now. He's very much in the Christmas mood. Yeah. Um, I don't hate any of them. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Um, so you've totally, you're I've, totally the reverse. I did a total 180. As a kid, you hated it. Yeah. And now as an adult. You as a kid, it. I hated it. Um, I, I, I love the family being together and everything, but, you know, singing the Christmas songs and listening to them, 31 days out of the year mm. in the month every day in December it just got old quick and for me uh, and, but it doesn't get old quick now eh, no cuz it reminds me of you know what I mean when all the all my family was days here. when you hated me of when I listened yeah. to the songs yes it does. how naive I was I was I was young what do you want me to do I was a little kid and you know what I mean? I just wanted to uh, like you're a little kid now. play Nintendo and listen to uh, Vanilla Ice, man. Vanilla Ice. That's what I wanted to do when I was a kid. Now, let's not go there. Okay, number four <laughs> on my list of most hated Christmas songs, Baby It's Cold Outside. That's a good really? song. That's my wife's favorite song. I hate that song. That's the like, old you, one, right? You, you that's yeah. all the, the original. Yeah, that's that's like the date rape song. Right? Oh come on! Oh come on! No, it's not. Hey baby, it's cold outside. Come on, stay. Well, she's it's playing Dave. with it's, him. It's, she's playing with him. She's like, maybe I will have another drink. Yeah, yeah. maybe I'll have, have another drink. Yeah, don't go. I really can't stay. I really can't stay. Oh come on, baby, don't go. It's cold outside. He's trying to put the love on, man. Let me give you another drink. Let give you another drink and stay here. Come on. That's Dave's actual Christmas song because he was actually cold tonight. Mm. So we had to turn the blowers Davey, off. Davey, it's warm. Because, 
It's cold outside. Cold outside. No, I hate that song. It's just dumb. What's number three? Number three. Number three. Feliz Navidad. Oh, come on. Feliz Navidad. You are the Mr. Scrooge. Dumbest Christmas song come of all time. I have two words. You know, Feliz Navidad, and I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Let's sing them for five minutes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, my God. It's yes. like, you know, people complain about, you know, uh, Christian, you know, worship songs being so repetitive. Mm. Well, they got it from songs like Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Come on. If you don't, if yeah. you, it, once Feliz, for me, once Feliz Navidad starts, starts playing on the radio, you know Christmas is here. Oh, That's how you know. It's just so. Christmas is here. It's just so dumb. It is. <laughs> the, 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 the lack of imagination, imagination in that song. Is just so 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 bad. That I would probably have to agree on you with that one. Yeah. There is, there's just, they're just saying, "I wish you a Merry Christmas," for yeah. five minutes straight. Yeah, and putting it into a melody. That is quickly followed by my number two, which number suffers from the same two. problem: simply having a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. I don't think. Well, I can't say. I don't. Having a wonderful Christmas time. He says One that like, time. like 16 minutes 16 straight, right? billion times. And it's like, <laughs> here is supposedly one of the greatest musicians from one of the greatest bands of all time. And that is his contribution. And for whatever reason, it is played over and over and over. Why? Not because it's good, but because it's Paul McCartney. Yep. Which is just the worst possible reason play something the worst. oh my goodness i i can't stand that song but the 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 lyrics are bad the tune is bad my god danny my goodness you can't you your know, beard you, is starting the, to become green now yeah well it's my god know, it's, i mean people agree with me how many of you listening agree with me come on, come on that let's that 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 is like a horrible song put your hands up that you're 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 done let's see it Thumbs up. You're come done. on. Come let's on. Thumbs let's, up. Thumbs let's, down. Come on. Let's see the thumbs. We might, we might have Show to do, me the thumbs. We might have to do a poll. We might have to do a poll. See which which of these, how many of you agree? Well, I'll Rod, give you that password. Agree 100%. Yes, thank you. All right. Dave, do you have any songs? Is this bringing anything well, to you mind? Well, you, you? you got to do your number one. My number one oh, yeah. song. So we need, we need number a one. Here we go. Hated Christmas song of all time. Last Christmas by Wham. What? Oh my gosh. That song has nothing to do with Christmas at all. And when it mentions Christmas, it all has to do with breaking up with somebody and just going to the next one. (laughs) Going on to the next one. It's just so, so bad. So bad. And so, Wham. There you go. Sorry, Wham. Just that song, I just can't. I can't stand it. Well, last Christmas, come on, give yeah. me wine. Give we me. don't need whiny Christmas songs. Yeah, okay. it's whiny, like stupid, dumb yeah. Christmas crap. Let's not listen to those songs ever again. And then maybe my feelings about Christmas would float out of the grime and dirt and you know 
pit of ash from life. I suppose. You suppose. I suppose. You you like God. listening to all these songs? You like listening? You, I you only think, have oh, to listen to so them. This is so great. I only yeah. have to listen to them I only once have to a year. To, no, you only have to listen to them for thirty-one freaking days in a row. That's it. Ten hours I a can, day. I can tolerate it. Ten hours a day. No. I can tolerate no. it for thirty-one no. days. No. After no. that. No, not thirty-one. Who? Where, what? What song do you ever listen to that you don't like? That's for thirty-one days in a row. You say, "Oh well, it's it's only a twelfth of the year." Come <laughs> on, come oh, on. These songs boy. are just so bad, and so I bad. think they're played because people know they're bad. Come I on. think they're played because people love oh, to hate these songs. How wrong could you be, brother? Oh, come on. I am not wrong. I'm not wrong at all. These songs. Just you are. are it's baloney. to get you into the merchandising. Yeah. Media. You are the Grinch and Scrooge. No. I could listen Bottled to Bottled up into the one. Grinch smoking a Grinch. pipe. Now, one of the songs that is considered one of the worst Christmas songs of all time that I don't really have a problem with is, is Santa Baby. Santa Baby. People think, you know, it's all sexualized. It's all about, you know, getting all this stuff yeah that's you, you true you think that about that but you don't think but that it's like cold outside come on but oh, it's you know no. it's a little bit it's a little bit more tongue-in-cheek funny you know baby it's cold outside is literally about a guy trying to you know not take no for no well he's just trying he's to make trying sure to... that she she doesn't no, walk in the no, no bro he's trying to get some yeah I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't see. Some girls she's just hard play, to get. Yeah, she's just playing a little hard to get, no, brother. No, Dave. Come on. She's just playing a little hard to get. She's going to stay anyways. She's going to stay know. anyways. When you say she's playing hard to get because she said no, that means you don't understand the word no. No. Come on. All right. I disagree. Your version of the song would have lasted five minutes, right? My version of what song? Of that song would have lasted what five song? minutes. What's Baby, on? it's cold outside. Baby, no. it's cold no. outside. Baby, it's cold outside would never be played again. <laughs> I'm just saying, your version, version would have been, oh, it's cold outside, good luck. <laughs> My version would be if she says, I really can't stay, okay, well, see I'll you later. later. I'll walk you to your car. <laughs> there you go. See that? And then she'll be like, well, what if I have another But drink? what if I That's give you a thing. nice That's alcoholic drink? But what if I she said put a little something have. in it to get you nice she and said, warm? And maybe I'll have another half a drink. She said that. She said it's inviting. She's like she's already made the statement that she wants to stay. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, and she all like, know what happens. But what next. would my sister say? See, that's that you know what would my mom say? That's those are all objections. And what do you do? You overcome objections. That's all the guy was doing. I'm sorry. No. It's a song for salesmen. Be quiet. No, it's a song for stupid people. Huh? So right. mean. Now, my God. there's some songs that uh, you know were honorable mentions but did not make it to my top five list. <laughs> I will say would be the entire... Burl Lives. Yeah, the entire uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Christmas special. Which, Rudolph? my God. As you, you know, the, the claymation has been, has been split up into five or six different parts yeah and each played as its own classic christmas song yeah. something that was well, never they took the intended, beginning and the end and they made something that was together. never intended to happen my you know but now they're considered christmas songs. now again i you know burl lives you know i you know he sings these songs they're catchy and i loved listening to him as a kid and mm. you know a few mm. times i like listening to him 
But when it gets to the point where it's six o'clock at night Joe and you've heard Rangel. it twelve times throughout Joe the day, <laughs> holly jolly Christmas! Come on, his voice wasn't that great, and you know, if I hear you know Santa, you know, say you know I'm the king of jingling. One more time, you know, it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be nastiness all over the place. So, you know, my God, I am sitting next to the Grinch right mm, now. Maybe, maybe he's a mean one, Mister Grinch. So that's that. Now, that's a good song. Can you can you vouch for that one? Yeah, I, I like song. hearing. I I, I like it's that like, song. You like that's hearing my again? Theme song. It's, it's bashing it's, on the Grinch. No, it's and that song Grinch. actually has. It's clever. It's you know not the same thing over and over, and it's, it does it's come a story. To, but they don't, you know, you know. But then here's what I don't like: I don't like hearing the Who songs. Oh God! I don't Yahoo like hearing the story. Christmas, Christmas Day. Is that is not meant oh to be a Christmas track. It was not meant to be. You can take that song, you Ew. know, out, out of the center of that special, and yeah, that's a complete song from start to finish. But don't be, <laughs> don't God. be taking Cindy Lou Who's parents <laughs> and making me listen to that. That is not good. You are not good. You, my friend, <laughs> I'm an need, adult. I'm a need, freaking adult, and you have, you, you have totally, you were an adult when you were born, apparently, and then have reversed engineered into a little child you that is that is God. the problem and they say that pastor padron's heart grew three sizes that day it shrunk three <laughs> sizes today oh my goodness oh my god now christmas what, is canceled let's, for him let's let's change the move topic along. a little bit move along go change ahead the topic a little bit dave what are some of your favorite things to smoke on christmas oh, or what are you planning to smoke you don't want to hear my christmas? hated song do you even have any? We had we had that whole segment for like fifteen minutes, and you didn't say Jack. Well, he sang most of the songs. Didn't say Jack. I, I kept saying, "Do you have anything yeah, to I add?" I have one. No, I don't. Woo! I'm happy. Years because it is absolutely pointless, which is the twelve days of Christmas. It's like you know, another good song. Of the stuff on that you would never, and nobody, another nobody, good song. My nobody God. has ever gotten any of that shit for Christmas. You can't That's say it. that on. So, anyways, now that we're on this subject and we're about to leave this subject and move on, Rod says, so what is the best Christmas song? What's the best Christmas song? What is the best Well, the one it, that it, isn't played. Jesus. It isn't played. The one that isn't played. Rod, come on now. Mm. You're, if you're asking that question to me, I'd give you the, I'd give you the answer. You know what. I know, I know what I would say. Past is a big, big Scrooge over here. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Carol of the Bells. Oh, I love that. I can listen to that. I don't know what that sounds like, day. but yeah. You see, I, 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 I Trans Siberian Orchestra is good, but I don't understand why everyone thinks it's the best thing since sliced bread. They're okay. That and August Burns Red. You know, the Carol August of the Burns Bells. Red. Yeah. The best uh, Christmas album ever. Look it up. You know, um, Sledden Hill. There you go. Anything Michael Bublé sings, the best I love. Metal Anything Michael Bublé sings, who I the love. heck is Michael Bublé? Oh, God, how did Does he, he like make a it through middle school? Come My on! My goodness, that man's voice—he's like he's a damn angel. 
My my but son that when he was her any of the questions, Nick. What does he sing? My youngest Everything. when he was a young when he was what really young. Christmas song does he sing that you like? <laughs> Answer the freaking question. He's so aggressive, man. It's because you are not <laughs> answering the question. <laughs> Michael Bublé, oh, he's awesome. Anything well, that may sings. be true, but he sings all the Christmas songs. He Every sings Christ- all the all Christmas, Christmas songs. songs. I'm gonna drink. Please, please uh, drink. Oh, I'm why, drinking myself. Paul, I'm gonna kill you for not being here tonight. Yep, you're dead. Paul would have my back on that. No, he wouldn't. He would have my back on everything. He probably likes Michael Bolton. Come on. Hey. Michael Bolton, let's not bring him up. No. All right. I love Michael Bolton. Of course you do. Because you're a little child. He's the man. Get fired. Another man that has a voice of an angel. (sighs) You know. (laughs) Around Christmas time is, you know, one of the times of the year that, uh, um, Handel's Messiah is played, mm-hmm. and I like the choruses in that. Mm-hmm. So, like the Hallelujah chorus, that oh. is a great Christmas song. But all me. they do is say Hallelujah five trillion times. No, they sing scripture. No, it sounds like Hallelujah five thousand. Hallelujah. They do it hallelujah. better than Hallelujah. They, they do it in such a way that you don't feel like you're listening to Paul McCartney hallelujah. say. Uh, simply having a wonderful well, yeah, Christmas. I will, I will give you the fact that it is much better than you know, you leave feeling well. Oh, that was awesome. You listen to the orchestra, you listen to the people singing, and you go, Oh, this is great! Such a grouch. You are grouch. grouch. You grouchy, are, let's say what you want, the Grinch what you want. of Massachusetts. What do you like to smoke on Christmas? What do I like to smoke on Christmas? Yeah, that's the question. What do you like to smoke on Christmas? Anything. Hello there. Anything. General Kenobi. Oh, my God. Uh, He's been waiting all show to play those thingas. I don't really have a favorite of anything. If it's a day when the sun comes up, I smoke whatever the Lord puts in front of me. That's true. And that's what I do. I know what I'm going to smoke. What are you going to smoke? I'm going to smoke some freaking esoteric at Dunbar. Mm. Dunbar. Mm. What do you like yeah. about Dunbar? It's sweet and Virginia-ish. Oh. It's sweet and Virginia-ish. Yeah. And it's got, what, a little bit with Perique in it? Yeah. A little bit. Do you, yeah. Do you yeah. know? I, I think so. I don't think there is. I don't think there is. I think it's all matured Virginias in it. Seven different kinds of Virginia and Perique. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. But it is, it is, you have to let it Hang out. Danny, can you pass me the redemption, wet. please? Okay. Can Thank you, you pass me the B&B, Dan, please? No. I've got plenty Shut right down. there. I do not. It's almost... Look at that. It's, it's it's almost gone. You haven't even started drinking it yet. Look at that. No. It's half gone. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, mm. For me, you know, um, the Padron 48... That's, that's a, a Maduro that's a, natural. Maduro. Oh, I thought we were talking pipe tobacco. That's something I like to do on Christmas. That's Favorite a good one. Christmas smokes. What do you like to smoke on Christmas? Oh, well, I would also say that I would like to smoke some um, Placencia, the uh, Alma Fuerte. Alma Fuerte. You're just saying that because Nick told you to. No. You don't know anything. He's trying to, he, he You're knows, just trying he to He knows my adult say. brains. And You're, he's feeding them. He knows like, my adult brain. Yeah, you just admitted it. Your brain is addled. It is addled. I'm slipping into my dotage early. There's nothing about it. Yes. Oh, God. Michael Bublé 
crushes Ooh, Ave Maria. We call him Bubbles. Oh, that may be true. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Thank yeah. you, Rod. Mm. I appreciate you, my friend. But it's the Figurata. Mary, did you know? That's another song I like. Oh. You know, mm. you know anything by, uh, oh, geez, of course not. Uh-huh. Yeah, see? Mariah Carey. Out no. of rain. Out of rain. Oh, Don Francisco. Oh, my gosh. Don that Francisco. guy has a voice. Every yeah, single Christmas song, song I cry to. We're not talking about favorite artists of all time. We're talking about Christmas people. Oh, my gosh. What, the whole... what Christmas song? What he's saying that I don't know. Like. It's just the stuff that he thinks is he thinks the stuff that it's he like, thinks let's is, take the word is thong and thing and say it together. Thong thing. I don't know. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, well, he's so good, beautiful. It's, it's good enough it's, for Christmas. Yeah, well, there you go. It's not really. That's not really pertinent, though, is it, Dave? So Danny, I don't care if it's pertinent. Daniel, yes, it would yes. probably have to be for me. Yes. yes, if I can get my hands on one, which I'd probably have Hello. to. Uh, Negotiate with Kurt or Sean. Kurt Boo. Would be. The Flounder Man. The Añejo Shark. Really? Mm. Really? Yeah. I know that may not be anything special to you. It's not. It's <laughs> special to me, by Jove. It's a, it's a good it's a good cigar. That for me. me it's a good cigar. It's like saying but, an Andalusian bull. But I. No, yeah, I'd pick, yeah. I'd still pick the shark over the bull. Yeah. I, I think the bull is just okay. I, hey, I back think, in 2016, they thought it was more than just okay. I know they did. But anyways. But they think that, you know. I'm going to smoke a NAS when I wake up. Yeah, I know you're not going to do that. But anyways. Are you saying you're asleep? Yeah, right now. No. I'm it looks time. asleep. You didn't smoke a NAS. You didn't smoke a On Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Nasty ass. Bleep. Can't say that either. Mm. Dave, you're going to bleep, bleep yourself out of this whole There we go. Ah. My goodness. So, yeah. The Añejo Shark. That would probably be the one that I want to smoke on Christmas, mm. Christmas Day. That for me is if we can get them back, which we probably won't. That's what I'm saying. I probably have to talk to Sean or Kurt to get I'd myself. I'd like a Byron Poema. I after I had it was that good man, man. That's the only Byron I like. Mm, it's I the only one the... you've tried. No, I've had the others, <laughs> except for the uh, what? Except for the other ones, Gigantosaurus Rex, whatever it's called. The Gigantosaurus Rex. Whatever. All right, Dave. If wow. You're gonna, if you're going to talk about a cigar, know what it is. Don't say that well, Gigantosaurus the word means Rex big, cigar. So I don't know. Whatever that one is. No, not the grand. That means big, Dave. I know, but that's not. They don't have a grand. Yes, they do. The they grand. Do, no, it's not what? the grand. It's the other one. It's $33. Most of the pirates are. No, whoever whoever is still you're, is you're, watching, you're not helping yourself. You can go and repack your your bowl your and come bowl, back, right. and they're still bickering. I mean, I would, you know, Christmas morning. This this is a great tobacco for Christmas morning. And yeah, I you know have my Carolina bacon, my eggs, you know, my lovely cup of coffee. Sit there, smoke this. This would be fantastic. Red. Red. You know, um, I'm gonna you know probably. And the day, you know, I, I, you know, I have, I have simple pleasures. I don't need <laughs> to have really rare stuff simple to smoke. Enemy. You know, um, one of my favorite things to smoke uh, that I did last year, I'd love to do it again, is just, just to kind of mm. cap the day with something nice like the Redemption Rye or some Somebody. nice bourbon or something, and uh, Speakeasy. Really? Ooh. Speakeasy. Yeah. Is 
really good stuff. Mm. That's a great way to cap off. I'm going to smoke some wild man as well. Saving that. Probably, uh, you know, have that nice shark with a nice Chianti. 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 Okay. Did you get that movie reference? <laughs> Did you get that movie reference? No, I don't get any of your movie references. Damn. Anybody out there that's still watching, if you got that movie reference, I will send you a free cigar. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm going to get it to you. Are you ready for the last episode of The Mandalorian, Nick? No, I haven't watched any of the second Oh, season. you son of a... The episodes have been getting shorter and shorter, and that ticks me off. They're still epic, though. It's still the best Star Wars that has come out today. It, which, which, it's not hard. When you consider, well, they're setting the bar. They really are. It's not hard to set the bar when the last three movies were crap. Yeah. Well, they're retconning them. Do you know that they cast, they recast Luke Skywalker? They recast him. They're 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 seriously going to be redoing it. The way George Lucas originally intended. It's awesome. I'm so on board with this. They're retconning the last of their movies. Okay. We'll see. I have I have very little faith. What's I'm just saying you don't have to because the stuff that's been coming out in the Mandalorian has been conflicting heavily with it. That's why. You're just gonna gonna watch all the nerds that are all like i'm not going to the do nerds that. are giddy I'm not going to watch all the nerds the nerds are giddy that is not what pastor Patron does mm. hey rachel you want to sit with me and watch the nerds watch nerds. star wars let's watch it did, oh yeah didn't we have uh time. news to move on to we do thank mm. you yeah, thank what you are the news? i appreciate that very much <laughs> nick no news it's not good good news all right it's pastor paul Patron is not news. here so I guess I'm going to read the news. Okay, hold on um, a second here, Dan. Why? Because we need our stinger. We don't need the stinger. We do need the stinger. Uh, uh, yeah. news, news with Pastor Padron. Okay. California's flavored tobacco ban, which mm. we've talked about a number of times on the show, is likely delayed until 2022. Yeah. Ballot measure has surpassed the signature threshold. But it doesn't matter because everybody's moving out of California anyways. And That's there was right. much rejoicing. Uh... Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> California's flavored tobacco ban will uh, likely not go into effect until at least December of 2022. Uh, this is a report, I believe, from Half Wheel, a campaign to have the new law subject to a repeal via a ballot measure has surpassed the number of signatures needed to get it on the ballot. As such, the law will not go into effect on January 1st, 2021, as planned, and instead its fate will be decided during the November 2022 general election. The process to verify the validity of the signatures is now underway, though it seems likely that the law will be delayed. Earlier this year, California passed SB 793, which banned most flavored tobacco products in the state. There were some exceptions. Both hookah and loose leaf tobacco, meaning pipe tobacco, were exempt under some conditions. And flavored premium cigars could still be sold, but they needed to have an MSRP of at least $24. Damn. Do we sell a flavored cigar that has an MSRP of $24? Nope. 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 Which meant that most 
flavored premium cigars would either be banned or need to have their prices dramatically increased. To qualify, the cigars need to have an MSRP of at least 24 to meet other factors like being handmade and having a whole leaf wrapper. However, because of California's direct democracy, bills that are signed into law have a chance to be repealed by the citizens. Big tobacco companies have organized a campaign to repeal the law, and as part of the process, the bill won't go into effect until the voters have their say. As of December 9th, which was only a few days ago, the California Secretary of State had received just over 1 million signatures. The ballot measure needed... 623,212 signatures to get onto the 2022 ballot. So they've well exceeded that, which was 5% of the number of votes cast in the last gubernatorial election. So there you go. So even the, that's what gubernatorial means, Dave. I never heard that word before. Well, Dave. I've been through a lot of elections. Yes, you have. You're 45 years old. Yes, I have. Yes. Gubernatorial is is a word that comes up. Every year. Very gooby. Okay. But for whatever reason, you can ignore gubernatorial, but you have no problem hearing, you know, have a holly jolly Christmas a billion times in a short period of days. Oh, boy. It just doesn't make any sense to me. You want me to start singing? No, I I don't. You do. I'll probably throw up. You don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. so there what we, we go. got for would you rather? Move along. Uh, our would you rather one? question? Yes. Yeah. Would you rather? Here we go. Ready? Yeah. On, Boing. Here's the would you rather question. On Christmas Eve, Nick, Christmas would Eve. you rather go Christmas caroling mm-hmm. or go shopping at the mall? Oh, <laughs> oh wow. There's you have no to spend brand. Christmas Eve, Christmas caroling from house to house outside, or would you rather go shopping? Now, how many houses? You have to do the whole evening. day. The whole evening? All evening. You want to spend your Christmas Eve, Christmas caroling from house to house. And remember, in your preferred worldview, it will snow a foot on Christmas. So you'll be out in the snow in the blizzard singing Christmas carols. Or you could be going Christmas shopping. At the mall. With Which would you day. rather do? How would you rather spend your Christmas Eve? Christmas caroling. Now, this is a question. Yeah. On Christmas caroling. Yeah. While we're singing in a foot of snow, will I be able to drink bourbon, preferably Booker's bourbon, 130 proof, out of a flask and smoke a cigar? No. Then I'm definitely not Christmas caroling. Um. I guess you I'm going to... You cannot be Christmas caroling while you're boozing up and smoking. <laughs> well, you can. Oh. It's just not a you good can. Not, that's not how Christmas caroling works, Dave. You can't You'll sing. You'll be out of key. You can't sing <laughs> when you're smoking. Have you noticed that? When you put your pipe in your mouth, you can't sing. Well, you know. When you put your cigar in your mouth, if you're you a backup singer, can't you could. sing. So He's you can't do that Nick, while you're Christmas caroling. Nick during is the, the background. This is what makes sense in life. Nick okay. is the best lip sync singer ever. You, you know it. Better than <laughs> Millie Vanilli. <laughs> oh, where we get Yeah. Uh, so on a serious note. Yeah. Serious. Hmm. Serious. Serious. Ah, man. 
Probably Christmas caroling. Christmas caroling. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Instead yeah. of holding a million bags walking through mm. the mall of New Hampshire. Picking up all those gifts for your chickens and turkeys that your wife makes you get. Chickens that is correct. Turkeys, which uh, my wife got my chickens uh, sweaters for Christmas. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's freaking. I need a picture. She saw them and uh, she uh, immediately had okay. an impulse buy. And she uh, hopefully chicken. it was on Wish and they'll come in too small. I told her I told her not to because chickens and turkeys um, that stay up in New England for the weather they adjust. So if you're putting a sweater on a chicken, they won't adjust to the weather. And uh, some you can't do un- that, unexpected yeah. uh, some unexpected uh, turkeys in the grill or in the slow cooker. Will be why, uh, why do we feel the need to clothe everything? I've never understood. Uh, well, up they, here we get. I don't want to get into that conversation. With you. <laughs> I'm talking about. I don't <laughs> want to get into that conversation. Stop, with you. stop putting clothes on your dogs uh, and your cats. Some dogs do need it. Some then, dogs then do you need have an up here. You shouldn't. Some dogs torture. don't have the double coat. That's true. And they need a sweater. They need that extra layer so they don't freeze. If yep. you're talking about chihuahuas, just a bull because they shake anyways. That's not true. Yeah. They just all the time. They're like, they only shake twice Dave. when they're nervous and when they're cold. Oh, Dave, always cold. We're leaving your question about clothing things or not. Would you rather go Christmas caroling? Caroling. Or Christmas shopping? Caroling. Absolutely caroling. caroling. Way more fun. Definitely. Have you ever gone Christmas caroling yes, before? Yes, I have. When? Um, long time ago. I think Danny uh, calls BS on that. Back when, back <laughs> when, yes. Oh, back when we were at First Parish Congregation. I went Brother Christmas stupid. That's ah! what BS stands for. Come on. You were in Florida. You didn't oh, I was in Florida. Oh, so so you saw it, yeah. So he couldn't. So you uh-huh. couldn't be here to witness it. Oh, that's <laughs> clever hey, boy, hey, Dave. It's a clever boy. Um, hey, Danny, where are all right. I, again, I'm going to buck the trend uh, because somebody has to. Come on. Oh, I'm, I'm going to pick shopping because. Mr. Pastor himself uh, is going to pick shopping over Christmas caroling. over Christmas Because. Come on. I, don't you lie to me. I can't sing. I heard can't you sing. sing. And I can't carry. We tune. we work together. I so heard you sing. If I you if can I whistle. go Christmas caroling, what's going to happen is tomatoes are going to get thrown at people. Oh, stop Maybe it! Maybe even rocks. So, <laughs> in order to love the people who want to go Christmas caroling, like Nick and Dave, I will sacrifice and go shopping, and not buy anything. But I'll go shopping at the moment, which is one of my hated, most hated things to do. Uh, but I would rather do that than sing because I'm just I'm just no good at it. And I hate being cold. Yeah, that Walking that definitely does suck. Walking around at cold at night outside. Me and uh, not my idea of a good time. Me and me and Every Dave. Every time you go Christmas caroling, you always get some hot cocoa first. Hot cocoa. You bring it. Thinking with you. about some warm bourbon. Yeah. Me and Dave are gonna start a trend about mm. the drunken carolers. Yeah, yeah. drunken carolers. There we go. Nick. Walking around. You and Dairy Dave. Nick and Dave. Dairy. You and caroling. Dave going Christmas caroling means that you're gonna. Get cigars. We'll have our lyrics on liquor, our cell phones. And you're going to be falling all over yourself, <laughs> screaming. We'll be good. There will you know. be some singing. I don't know 100% if it's it going to be Christmas be songs. Christmas songs, no. 
there'll be a lot of uh, <laughs> Star Wars and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, some humming. movie movie choruses. All right. Now, <laughs> thankfully, people, this, this episode is almost over. Hello there. And uh, uh, next week, we're going to be looking at some super scotch pairings. Super scotch super pairings. Scotch super pairings. Scotch Wouldn't that pairings. be more of our Christ, uh, Christmas what? episode there? What is regular be? scotch pairing? No, because the episode is going to air after Christmas, so no, it won't be. This was our Christmas episode. Sorry. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. So uh, we're going to be looking at the Kalanok. Kalanok. What? Kalanok 50. There's such a thing? Yes, there is such a thing, Nick. Mm. It's in a purple sock. Oh, I thought you were talking. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I lost you there. I thought you were talking about scotch. Amorensical. Oh, my gosh. This is a cigar and pipe show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But we we're also drink on the show as well. We're, we better have air. Yes, but we don't ever we really announce what we're going to drink. We announce True. what we're going to smoke. And, and what we're going to bugger. smoke is Hammer and Sickles Kalanok 50. Yeah. Are we having Mr. Wentworth join Mr. us? Wentworth. Uh, we can w ask. himself. Uh, we can ask and see if he's uh, available. That would be fantastic, I think. And then uh, for the pipe tobacco, we'll be Dap It Off Royalty. Ooh. Royal Both of which... Uh, will go fantastic with scotch. The Kalanok actually is a cigar that was specifically made to be had with scotch, paired with yeah, scotch. Pete Fire Cured. We Pete are going to... Yes. Are you done? Maybe. Oh, boys. All right. Paul, this is what happens when, uh, when, you're, not when you're not here. Yep. The brotherly love becomes yep. overwhelming. <laughs> this is Pastor Padron saying, "Thank God this episode is finally over." Good night, people. Have a merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody and to all a good night. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at notjustblowingsmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down.